Paul, you sound like shit today. How are you? Oh, thanks, Rich. No, I have uh, I have a sinus infection, so I apologize to the listener for the tone of my voice. I think it's actually very, um, what's the word, velvety. Yeah, it's velvety, but it's got that nasal top. It ain't great. But regardless, let's not talk about my sinuses anywhere. What do you got? You you have an idea, which is good. We're going to keep this one short. I woke up early this morning. Okay. Because you're, you're the CEO, so you got up and got to crush it, get on the elliptical. I wake up with lists. I am the stereotypical oh, I, dipshit CEO. That is actually CEO behavior right yeah. there. Yeah. And I opened Twitter. Or X. This is uh, also that's a, what you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, that's the other thing CEOs like to do. I'm a little obsessed with the ads on Twitter. Oh, it's become the back of Family Circle magazine. It's, it's just, become yeah, the background. Yeah. And there was a mug that yeah. came up. Well, yeah. no, it's that, but it's also like anime, like soft porn. Like I can't show you the rest of her nipples. Yeah, it's it, bad. It's pretty bad. But anyway, yeah. you saw something. It wasn't that. So I'm mugged. So a mug. And there was art and an inscription on the mug, and I'm going to read it to you. Oh, okay. Let me let me listen. To my wife. Okay. I wish I could turn back the clock. I'd find you sooner and love you longer. I may not, I may not be your first date, your first kiss, or your first love, which in my mind gives me images of waiting on a really long line for ice cream? Yeah, we're still on this mug. We're still reading the mug. Still the mug. Okay. But I just want to be your last to everything. I love you forever and always. Wow. So that guy's like, I banged the entire church group, <laughs> but now I want to die with you in a trailer. Well, I may not be your first kiss or first love. So he's actually insinuating something about his That's wife. very progressive. Good for him. Yeah. He's, he's accepting that she had a very fulfilling erotic life before she showed up on that mug. Now, let me put one thing aside here. Boy, that's an ugly ass mug. You just held it up. I wouldn't give that to my dog. And I don't buy garbage. I don't buy classy with a K. That's garbage. Uh, it's garbage. It's a lot of junk. Yeah. There are a lot of junk ads on Twitter. Just to be clear, if I gave this mug to my wife, it would come sailing back at my a- head. As you say, I could see the parabola of like hot coffee flying out of it as it hits you smack in the middle. Exactly. She's very, very athletic, very fit person, your wife. She works out a lot. So she would be able to get it probably about a good inch directly into your enormous forehead. <laughs> Pretty yeah, accurate. So- I guess this led me to a thought and led me to a topic I think we can talk about. Okay. I have always viewed technology as this thing that elevates us. Oh, this is the heartbreak of, of middle technology. Absolutely. I know exactly where we're going I, with this. Yeah. I, I view it as something that makes us more enlightened. Absolutely. More productive. We're going to augment human intelligence. More intelligent. Yeah. I guess. More intelligent. I don't know. Uh, or or it frees us up. The uh-huh. fact that I'm not spending a lot of time on rote tasks and like grunt work allows me to think big thoughts. Yeah. But then I open Twitter slash X and I get ads like this. And, I, and this ad is just an example of like what really takes hold on the internet. What's really popular on the internet is... Someone frying an egg on pavement for 10 seconds in a video. 80% of the content that's not pornography on the internet is like pictures of shoes. 
I, it left me a little sad. Sure. Should I be sad? Uh, well, uh, there's a few things going on here. I'll give you some context. When television started to happen, yeah. one, of the, one of the first things, I think it was Pat Weaver was like an early guy at NBC, actually was Sigourney Weaver's dad. Just crazy, you know, trivia. But he was like a bucky buck, and he would talk about like, we're going to put Shakespeare on television. <laughs> and, you know, fast forward, and you have like, welcome back, Cotter. And, you know, the entire TV shows <laughs> in the 80s where the, where the, where the catchphrase was like a, uh, an alien going ah, yeah, like that, yeah, like, yeah, like for years, just, yeah. just like now we have smart TV again. And we're you know like, what the seventies was, and we're old enough to remember this. And I, I, I look back on it and really see it. The most popular sitcoms were essentially like urban, because you were sort oh, of observing the craziness of living in a or, city, or all of the family, where it was about like racial tension and so on. So it was, but yeah. what, what it was about. When you look back at the seventies, we were broke. No one had any money. Yeah, it was it was, it was it was rough. You just would come home from your Sanford cur- and Son was a junkyard. Yeah, it was actually it was based, the setting was a junkyard. It's based on a British TV show, which is also about a junkyard family. <laughs> it's not good. No, <laughs> uh, it, it's so that aside, right? Like, okay, technology. The promise of technology, the sort of nineteen sixties whole Earth catalog thing, is like you're gonna get this godlike, right? You're going to use it to become incredibly informed and you're going to make enlightened decisions about your own life and you're going to create an amazing future. That is the narrative. It's pretty beautiful. It's wonderful. I bought into it completely. I love it. And it's actually, it allows you to really cop out as a technology person because everything you're doing is somehow part of the narrative. And so yep. you will sometimes meet people in our industry who are like, oh, hey, what are you working on? Like, it's a thing where if you scroll, the ad won't move until you touch a, a monkey's nipple. Yeah. You know, yeah. they'll be like, and, and but in the back of their head, they're like, by doing this, I'm enabling people to get access to media experiences for less money, and they're yeah. going to make them more and more powerful and smarter. And the reality is, like, now you just put a, a monkey nipple smacker in the middle of the New York Times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, so no, do people, technology does not change human experience. It doesn't. It, it does make us, we are more informed, but we don't know yeah. what to do with the information. I think about like, you know, when when the like carnival would come to town and it had the freak show. Yeah. Like the bearded lady and the world's shortest man or whatever. Like just yeah. freakish stuff. I and, love I love that you're you're in Bay Ridge. Like when did that happen? No, no, no. I, I didn't happen Wait, you to just, me. Would, I'm not hundred and seventy years would old. Would you go to Canarsie? Like that's No, it. no, this didn't happen to me. My point is, I guess we're kind of into the same weird stuff that we've always been into. We just like to be tickled. I'll, I'll give you an example. Remember when that woman, everybody was like, oh my God, look at what's happening in the world. It was this very, very pretty woman. And she would look at the screen and people would type things to her on TikTok. Or they'd give her little gifts, virtual yeah. gifts. Yeah, and yeah. she would go, gang, gang, ice cream. So yeah. good. It was so good. And I all heard about this. You, yeah. heard, you heard about it. I saw it too. <laughs> so, yeah. and everybody in my in my cohort was like, well, that's end of the world. It's all over. Yeah. tell you a story. Well, I told the story of the podcast before, but it's a relevant story. My grandfather, who I never met, grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. And when he was a little boy, like maybe nine years old, they'd pay him a nickel to go with his friend and roll in a tire across the vaudeville stage between acts because they wanted to keep people entertained. You never told me this story. Yeah. That's impressive. Okay. So, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, off he would go and he would roll he would roll his friend in the tire sometimes he'd be the guy in the tire yeah 
people in the audience who are literally between a an act where like a donkey would count, yeah, and a woman would sing a song, yeah, would be like, ah, that kid just rolled across in a tire. This really happened. This really happened. Wow. I actually love vaudeville. I'm fascinated by vaudeville, and I, we're going to go into this for. Is the internet vaudeville yes. writ large? Yes. Is that all it is? So vaudeville is a fascinating form of entertainment. Because it's a true popular creation. So America's first form of entertainment. We had like Shakespeare plays. There were actually big fights mm-hmm. in New York City over Shakespeare because like Nobody riot, got riot. hurt. Nobody no, got hurt. No, they really did. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like, it, there was a huge fight kind of like Shakespeare was lowbrow. They kind of started to elevate different British actors would perform. That would make people who wanted American actors angry. And sort of, yeah. Yeah. Regardless, you got all that going on. The popular entertainment in America was the Mitchell Show, where white people would put cork on their face and do racist impersonations. That was the popular. Wow. And that was, they would just that was like through the 1800s, mm-hmm. and then like parts of the Mitchell Show started to adapt. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, oh, I'll sing a little song. I'll, this guy will come out and tell jokes. Stand-up comedian. Okay. So, so, so then there's this. Moment. It's a variety show. Yes, it became a variety show. It started okay. as just like singing and dancing yep. and just playing old racism. And then they're like, hold on a minute. We'll tell a joke. We'll show a trick. And we'll vaude- a magician. And then it got kind of burlesque out there. Like, you know, you could, yep. but you couldn't take the family. Ah. Right. So you have like minstrel shows are going, traveling around America. You know, the, the trains are coming yep. in. Then you get like burlesque showing up and sort of burlesque style stuff. And it's like raunchy songs. And then vaudeville shows up. And vaudeville shows up, like, actually, a lot of it in New York City because you could take the ladies. Mm. It, would be, it wasn't, like, just all, like, booby jokes. Ah, okay. And it wasn't r- just racism anywhere. There's plenty of racism. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. Lot, Lots yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And a lot of, actually, like, like funny Swedish jokes. Right. Like, just, like, all oh, the sweets. Ha, ha, ha. So, but wait. I get place. So, absolute novelty and silliness. Vaudeville was... Con- Meaning for like literally hours and hours and hours, the shows would repeat. Yeah, You'd do like a five minute act. So you could walk in, walk in, and then catch two, some of it. Three walk. hours later, the same show would come back on, and it's just stuff coming at you. It's essentially a feed. How do you it's get a TikTok? How feed. do you get the stuff around the country? Well, you have a network called the Railways, which is hub and spoke. Yeah, transmit the entertainment in the form of human beings. From city to city where they land on vaudeville theaters. Whoa. How do you have a huge motion picture industry? You suddenly start showing movies. That's a novelty. Sure. But it's so- Moving pictures. It's so much cheaper than humans. Yeah. It's like bad news for the humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens to the comedians? Well, you know, movies are coming in and so is radio in the 20s and 30s. Yeah, yeah, Suddenly Jack Benny, for now, all these people start performing on the radio. And so like one network gets the next network. Yeah. The next network. Bringing this back to your point, are we getting dumber? No, this is always the same. There is a network of information that is putting absolute folly and silliness, anything that can make money mm-hmm. uh, for the audi- for the theater owners and for the acts, mm-hmm. anything that people want to see, including a little boy rolling another little boy. Tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what this is making me think of? Um, minor league baseball. Oh, at- yes, I know exactly where like you're going. flaming baseball bats and somersaults, and then they have... In between innings, baby races. They're like, "Do you have a baby? If it's six months old, or if it's six to twelve months old, bring him out. We're gonna have a race, and the winner gets a hundred dollar gift certificate to Bill's Hardware Store." I love it. My league baseball. You'll be watching, and I'm like, "The Goblin is here." 
just that they like know they know they got to work it and, out. And there's right? like no context for the goblins. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like it's yeah. Pittsburgh penguins. <laughs> goblin. You know, you're like, who are the pit? What? You got to entertain. In a baseball right? game. What's happening? Yeah. Okay, I guess let's look ahead. I don't know if this leads to advice. It's more observational. No, I, it, Should I? Here's a d- piece of advice I want from you to close this out. This okay. is actually, it's very illuminating because it's hard to zoom out. We're, we, it always feels like the end of civilization. It always, always. You can go back 2,000 <laughs> years. It's not. It's not. It's not. We actually have better access to more information. Wait till Apple ever. straps oh, a, yeah. an IMAX camera to your head. <laughs> And then that's the end of that. Then we'll be having another podcast like, Paul, I haven't seen a human or touched anyone in two weeks. <laughs> the answer to human behavior is how humans behave. It is not, there is no device that improves the quality. Is there a device that degrades the quality? I do think that, uh, well, here's what we've learned. Small clustered groups of mutually supportive people uh, are able to achieve really amazing things. Enormous groups of fighting people get really, really bad. Yes. Right? Like, we just saw Twitter. We saw, like, you know, Gab. And, all, like, just you just thousands of screaming people. Yeah. Yeah. Just brings out the worst of us. I, I think I think there is that aspect of it. The thing we, we're not going to talk about on this podcast is that it was stage and audience, right, for the longest time. And, yeah. And, and now everyone's got a stage. And I think that, that that instinct to perform and that urge to perform and be loudest in the room Leads to some messed up stuff. I, right? I will say the easy access to everything means there is less rehearsal and practice. So ChatGPT will write an essay for you. It's pretty good. Better yeah. than you could probably yeah, write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't do that thinking. You don't rehearse the thinking. You don't yeah. learn the form. Yeah. That's too bad. That is too bad. And I think, but you know, to close it with a bit of hope, when you do see something that clearly someone put a lot of work into, it's still a marvel, right? It's still really appreciated. Like a great movie is still a great movie. Too. Everybody's really excited about Oppenheim. Everyone's excited about Oppenheim. And that's someone who just genuinely uh, dr- lugged around a 200-pound camera to film it a certain way because he's an obsessive lunatic. Difficult people are still making interesting things. Exactly. Now, and, and, exactly. And you can also appreciate the craft of popular stuff. You can appreciate appreciate the the craft of like Dua Lipa songs. And yeah. like those yeah. are industrial, interesting products of their own. Yeah. Um, all right. This was a great zoom out, Paul. You're good at that. You're good at that because I want to be angry. I woke up angry. I had a uh, list. I saw that mug. Yeah. And I got angry. People aren't getting dumber. They're the exact same as they, they were, which is too bad. And they have great. Yeah. But they're not getting dumber. Paul, if you'd like to save novelty mugs well, no. on the off the web, oh, what on. tool should you use? We have a product called a board, and a board lets you like save things on the web. And there's a fantasy I would have had years ago that a board will make you like make everybody smarter, better. Yeah, but I, I don't think it, I, no software will do that. But what a board does do is make it easier for you to have a resilient place to save your information and communicate with the people in your peer group. Okay, so I'm gonna all I want this software to do really is just allow people to do what they do with less friction. Yeah. I feel that that's the best you could hope for. Yeah. And so I think we... Aboard.com. It's good. It does. It's going that. live very soon and everyone will be able to sign up. So check it out. And check us check us out at ziotiford.com and at ziotiford on X, not Twitter. Uh, we're, we're, you know uh, what? One way you get smarter, you listen to this podcast. 
We're not making people Guaranteed. dumber. Guaranteed. Oh We're not selling mugs, I'll tell you that. All we right. may sell mugs one day. Who knows? <laughs> be exactly like that. All right, I'm going to go decongest. Have a lovely day. Bye. Feel better, Paul. Bye.